Hi there, welcome to Shiloh Tabernacle London. We're located in South East London in Woolwich Dockyard, Block 1, Unit 9, Dockyard Industrial Estate, Woolwich Church Street, SC18 5PQ. Join us for our Bible study every Friday from 7.30 to 9pm and you can't miss our Sunday services packed with prayer, vibrant worship and a powerful word. First service is 9am to 10.30 followed by our family service from 10.30 to 12.30. And now for the best part, let's get into the word. Amen and amen. Bless the Lord. Father, we bless the entrance of your word because the entrance of your word brings light and gives understanding to the simple. As we assemble before your table this afternoon, we pray that you will speak to us, my Father God. Speak through me, King of Kings. Take over my intellect, take over my tongue. That King of Kings, your word may come through unapologetically. That Heavenly Father, Lord, glory, your word shall come through and touch somebody and heal somebody and deliver somebody and elevate somebody and encourage another. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Father, once all is said and done, I will not take any of your glory. I'll give it back to you because it belongs to you alone. And I ask all this in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Last week we heard the man of God preach here. Let's appreciate Engineer Ronnie. Hallelujah. Yeah, thank you so much for that awesome word. Yes, as you all remember, we are in the season of Advent. Mercy had already, you know, um, intimated about that. Remind, I know we, we, we all know that because wherever you go in the streets, you see Christmas, you see lights. Some of you have already started shopping seriously. But let me tell you, do not let this season, you know, draw you into sorrow, draw you into anxiety, draw you into depression because you did not get that which you were craving to get. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Yeah, this season, the season of Advent, the season, which, which, must, which should be the season where we are celebrating Jesus, where we are celebrating the, the, the birth of our Redeemer. Unfortunately, many families end up in troubles. There's a lot of divorce that happens. There's a lot of, uh, sorts of all sorts of things happen during this season because uh, the, the wife did not get the dress, the husband did not get that, the children did not get the shoes they wanted, that game, I did not get the PS. What, what, what PS is it now? Five. I thought it was nine. It's not yet nine. Okay, there you are. I didn't get the PS5. I didn't get whatever it is. That does not matter. What matters, my friend, is that you are alive. Hallelujah. Daddy may not have given it to you, but he loves you anyway. Mommy has, may not give it to you, but she loves you anyway. Hallelujah. And listen, above all, God loves you. Amen. So let us be merry this season. Purpose to be merry. Purpose to share what God has put in your hands. If he has given you a loaf, share it with another. Hallelujah. This Christmas. Look for somebody to bless. Did you hear that? Look for somebody to bless. Those of you that are traveling, look for somebody that's less fortunate than you are and bless them. Be a blessing this season. Be a blessing. Because it's a season that God blessed us. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Isn't, isn't that awesome? Beautiful. Today we want to talk about the tangibility of the word of life. The word of life. The tangibility of the word of life. As we celebrate Christmas, as we celebrate the Advent, we celebrate Jesus Christ coming into the world. Hallelujah. God coming into our world. The glory of God invading our world. The, dark, the world that was plunged in darkness in Genesis chapter 3. So Christmas is a season. Advent is a season of celebration. Hallelujah. The Bible says in John chapter 1 verse 1, very common scripture, in the beginning was the word. Hallelujah. Now there are many words, but we are talking about what? The word. Somebody say the word. Now say it like you had breakfast. Come on, the word. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not speaking French here. I'm not speaking Grignancore. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking English. Hallelujah. Or oh, something similar to English for some of you. You know, 
because some of our kids are wondering what accent is that. That's okay. As long as you can make out what I'm saying, that's <laughs> hallelujah. He is, we're talking about the word. In the beginning was the word, John 1, 1, and the word was with God. Hallelujah. And the word was God. The word was what? With God. And the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. Hallelujah. All things were made through him. And without him was not anything made that was made. He was with God before and during creation. The word. <laughs> Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 8 verse 28, 22. Proverbs 8, 22. Mala satalaba. Proverbs 8, 22. The, the, the Bible says, this is the word speaking about itself, the word testifying about itself. It says, the Lord possessed me at the beginning of his work, the first of his acts of old. Verse 23, ages ago I was set up at the first, before the beginning of the earth. When there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there was no springs abounding with water, before the mountains had been shaped, before the hills, I was brought forth. Before he made the earth with its field, or the first of the dust of the world, when he established the heavens, I was there. I was there. When he drew a circle on the face of the deep, when he made firm the skies above, when he established the fountains of the deep, when he assigned the sea to its limit so that the waters may not transgress his command, when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was beside him like a masterwork. And I was daily in his delight, rejoicing before him always rejoicing in his inhabited world and delighting in the children of men the word is what we are talking about the word the word of life John has just told us nothing that was made that was not made nothing is made that was not made by the word the word of life. The word of life was with God. And it was God. And he was God. John chapter 1 verse 4 says, In him, in him, now he personifies the word. The word, you see this word we are talking about, is not, it's, 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 it's not just a word. It's, it's, it's a person. He's a person. In him, in that, in the, in that word, was life. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Hallelujah. Not only is he life, but he is light. You see, if there's no light, there cannot be life. That's why in the very first thing that God created was what? Let there be what? Light. Let there be light. For crops, you see, everything you enjoy that is in your fridge, that, is on your that ends up on your table, cannot happen before, without light. Without light, crops cannot grow. Light is life. Hallelujah. We are not talking about these bulbs here. The life that is in the word of God. The word of life. Hallelujah. He was with what? With God. But on Christmas, on Christmas day in Advent season, the word that was with God, the word that created God, in which is in whom is life, who is the light of men, he opened the heavens and came to be with us. Hallelujah. Marasataka. He came to do what? To be with us. In the beginning, he was with God. But on this occasion, he comes to be with us. He was in the world. But the Bible tells us in John chapter, in John chapter 1 that the world missed him. The world missed him. It's my prayer that even in this season, as we commemorate the word of, the word of life coming, becoming human, that you don't miss him. 
John chapter 1 verse 10. He was in the world. He left heaven. He came in the world. And the world was made through him. Yet the world did not know him. And even today, there are many that do not know him. Thank God that you know him. Does anybody know him in this place? Thank God that you know him. Hallelujah. Thank God that you know him. Jesus Christ is speaking to his disciples and he says in John chapter 16 verse 1 to 4, he says, I have said all these things to you to keep you from falling. John 16 1. I have said all these things to keep you from what? From falling. They will put you, they will put you out of the synagogues. Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think he's offering service to God. Verse 3, and they will do these things because they have not known the Father. They will do these things because they have not known the Father. Know me. But I have said these things to you, that when their hour comes, you may remember that I told them to you. He came. We sing that song, I forget the lyrics, but you know, he came from heaven to earth. He came from heaven to earth to show the way from to the cross my death to pay. Come on, come on, sing it. He came, he came, he came came from heaven to earth to show the way from the earth to the cross my day to pay to the grave from the grave to the sky Lord I lift your name on high that is that word that we're talking about he came for you. He came for me. Hallelujah. John chapter 1 verse 14. And that word of life became flesh. He was a word in the, in the Old Testament. We are reading about it. It was in the Torah. The Jews were reading about him in the, as a word, as words, as a letter or letters. But on this occasion, he becomes flesh. He becomes flesh. Hallelujah. He becomes tangible. This is my prayer this morning that in the name above every other name during this season and going forward, you will experience the tangibility of the word of life. The word of life. He became flesh. He became real. He became real. 3D. <laughs> May you experience God. Some of us, our experience with God is just one dimensional. We are still in one dimension. Perchance some of us maybe are in two dimensions, but I am praying that you will go into the third dimension. You will notice, you will encounter God at a deeper level that he may be tangible. The word of life may become tangible to you. That you no longer shall you read the Bible just as, re as one reading prose or one reading a novel. That the word of God may literally leap out of the pages and become real to you. That the promises of God, the prophecies, the prophecies of God upon your life may become manifest. Let me tell you, 2023 is going to be a year of manifestation. The manifestation of the word of life in your life. I repeat that. 2021 we declare to be a year of manifestation. The manifestation of the word of life in your life. You're going to experience God like never before. Hmm. Some of you have not yet even noticed. You haven't recognized what I'm saying. But the moment you see it, you will testify. He will become real. And the word became. He became flesh. John 1.14. He became flesh and dwelt among us. 
among us, rather. He dwelt among us. John is testifying. You will testify. You will testify. Your family will testify. Hallelujah. You rasata reproshika. Can I prophesy to somebody this morning? You are about to see God in a, at a different level. A different level. Shiloh, you are about to enter. <laughs> You are about to seek God. You are about to enjoy God in 2023. Listen. <laughs> Listen. There are prophecies, there are promises upon your life. In every seat that is occupied today, that, those are promises. Those are promises. And those promises, this coming year, they are going to be manifest. You're going to hold them. You're going to hold them. You will see them. I'm just speaking many languages here so that it can sink. The word, of, the word did what? Became. He became flesh. He became flesh. According to the children of Israel, he owed a man. He was the pre-existent or the pre-existent uh, uh, logos. But on this occasion, he's becoming the real stuff. Tangible. The pre-existent word, the pre-existent word is now becoming flesh. Hallelujah. And he said, and we have seen his glory. Is somebody reading that, that, that scripture with me? And the word became what? Flesh. And he dwelt in us. The one in John chapter 1, he says he was, he was with what? With God. But now he is what? With us. Emmanuel. God with us. He is with you. On the trains, he is with you. On the aircraft, he will be with you. On the boat, wherever you are. It may seem at times that he's not there, but let me tell you, he is there. He is there. That song we sing, it may seem like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may seem that you're overwhelmed, but he is there. He dwelt among us. God is dwelling among us like never before. And he says, we have seen his glory. We have seen. Somebody is about to see the cupboard of God like you have never seen it before. In the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. You are about to see the glory of God like you have never seen before. <laughs> hmm. Glory as the only son of from the Father. This glory, there's no, there's, there's nobody, there's nobody who can compare this glory. It's the, as of the only Son from the Father, <laughs> full of grace and full of what? Of truth. You need to perceive this, this word of life. You need to perceive it. Many in that season when Jesus Christ, there are some who are still waiting for the Messiah. Do you know that? They missed him. And it's very, it's, it's very, very, very easy for Christians to miss him. You be in the church but miss him. In the, it, did you see, did, did somebody experience him in this worship that was here? Worship but you may miss him. In the prayer you may miss him. It's my prayer that you do not miss him going forward, that you will not miss the glory of God. You will not miss the word of life. You will experience that word of life. John chapter 1 verse 11 says, He came to his own. He came to his own and his own people did not receive him. What a pity. They did not receive him. I refuse to be among those. I refuse to be among those. But verse 12 says, but 
all who did receive him, who believed in his name. You've got to believe him. You've got to receive him, the word of life, and believe in his name, the word of life. He says he gave them the right to become children of God. Hallelujah. Their identity changed. They are people of God, and they are children of God. They are different. All of them are his people, but for us, as long as you received him and believed him, the word of life, you are given the birthright. That's why we talk about being born again. You are born into a new family. Hallelujah. You are born. You are given a right. It is your right as a child of God. Hallelujah. Who were born not of the blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. Because the word had become tangible. He had become flesh. John and all the other prophets had spoke, gave witness to this word of life before it even, even, even came. John had been testifying about him. Isaiah spoke about him in, in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. He says, For to us a child is born. For to us a child is born. And to us a son is given. He is given. He was given. A son of God was given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God. Hallelujah. Isaiah is speaking about the word of life that is about to become tangible. Hallelujah. Everlasting Father he will be. Prince of Peace he will be called. Verse 7. Of the increase of his government and of the peace, of, of, of peace there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness. Hallelujah. He's talking about the word of life. In Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14 says, Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name who? Emmanuel. The God who was, the word who was with God in the beginning, who was with God in the heaven. On this occasion, he's now what? With you. Child of God, you are not alone. You are not alone. Whatever, in whatever you are going through, you are not alone. You will never be alone. There is this football club whose uh, mantra is you will never walk alone. But let me tell you, for those, those people, they, they, those are just human beings. I, I am bringing the real word. You will never walk alone because God is with you. Emmanuel. Emmanuel. So whatever is staring you in the face, tell it, God is with me. You are the tabernacle of God. Hallelujah. In the, in, in the Old Testament, they had a tabernacle, a moving tabernacle, a moving tent, which carried the presence of God. But guess who is the moving tabernacle today? It is you. So whenever you enter into that office, know that God has entered. Enter with gusto. Enter with confidence. Know that you are not alone. Heaven has entered because God is in you. Emmanuel is with you. The word became flesh. The word is the word is the word of life dwells in you. If you enter into that company, it has got to succeed because you have entered. You go to that school, it has got to succeed because you have entered. Hallelujah. The plane, you enter the plane, it has got to be upheld because you carry the life, the word of life. Hallelujah. So stop believing yourself. They never, the devil knows how to beat us into corners. You weep, you, you pillow, you wet, you, you, you're crying your eyes out. No. Stand up today. Dust yourself down. Square those shoulders. Lift up your head and tell the devil, I am not alone. Hallelujah. Emmanuel. Because the word became flesh. The word became tangible and the word is alive. The word of life is with me. 
Hallelujah. The word of life is made manifest in you. Is made manifest in me. Hallelujah. John spoke in John chapter 1 verse 27. Even he who comes after me, the strap of his sandal, I am not worthy to untie. He's talking about the word of life. In, 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 in verse 30, the same chapter, John, he says, this is, when he sees him, this is he of whom I said, after me comes a man who ranks before me because he was before me. But now he's here. But now he's here. The fullness of God revealed. Listen. The fullness of God is about to be revealed in you. It's about to be. It's about to be revealed in your children. It's about to be revealed in your career. It's about to be revealed in your ministry. It's about to be revealed in your family. Hallelujah! The glory of God, the fullness of God, is about to be revealed in your life. Yeah, those who have laughed at you, by there's somebody here online. People have laughed at you. Your family has belittled you. Saying this is good that you keep praying, we, we don't even we don't even see any results. <laughs> when will you get married? <laughs> when will you get this? When will you when will you buy that? This is good that you let me tell you. <laughs> People are about to be shocked. People are about to be shocked. You see, when God reveals Himself, even those who went ahead of you will become like nothing. Because you are about to surpass them. Hallelujah. I see somebody overtaking others. I see you overtaking me. Because the fullness of God is about to be made manifest in you. The word of life is about to be tangible in you. Tangible. John 1.16 says, for, for, for from his fullness. Whose fullness? The fullness of the word of life. We have all received grace upon grace grace i see you walking in grace upon grace grace upon you know what grace means grace is unmerited favor grace is something you do not earn grace is something you don't work for it is a gift you are walking in a perpetual gift in a perpetual gift because the word of life has become manifest in you it has been revealed in you Somebody who have been crying, my children, my dad, my God is about that. That's a story that's turning around right now, right here, in the name above every other name. John 1:17 says, For the law was given through Moses. Ah, grace and truth came through the word of life. He came through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The nature of God, my friend, is grace upon grace. And that's about to be your name. Grace upon grace. Grace upon grace. Somebody say grace. Upon grace. Grace upon grace. <laughs> Where others are struggling, you will not struggle in the name of Jesus. No more shall you struggle. Can I pronounce to somebody, you shall not struggle again. In 2023, you will not struggle because God, the fullness of God is about to be revealed and be made manifest in you and you are going from grace. Grace upon grace. The grace of God toppled the law. Toppled the word, the, 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 the letter. Romans 5.21 says, So that as sin reigned in death, grace also made reign through righteousness, leading us to eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. The fullness of God is made manifest that you may enter into eternal life. That's the reason, my friend, you must encounter him. That's the reason you must encounter that word of life at a deeper level for yourself. It has got to be a personal encounter. Ask him, Lord, 2023, I want a deeper level of relationship with you. I want to know you deeper. Hallelujah. And that's why Jesus Christ prayed in John chapter 17, verse 3, as he, had, as he was about to transition, as he, as he was about to, at, 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 the, at, the, at the pinnacle of his, of his ministry, he says in verse 17 of chapter 3, this is my favorite scripture in the whole Bible, he says, and this is life eternal. 
that they may know you. Who? The word of life. That they may know you. Not know about, not hear about, but they may know you. That word know is intimacy. Intimacy. The Bible speaks of John of Abraham knew his wife. That means intimacy. It's not about knowing his, her name. No, no, no. It's to keep the kids here. But you know what I'm talking about. Because deeper, you may, that you may know him. The only true God, because there are other gods, there are many small gods. There are many words. But he's praying that you and I may know the only word of life, the only true word, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 19 says, and to know, to know, to know that you may know, that you may know in your knower the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that surpasses science. The other day I was listening and they were talking about this a, what is it, AI, artificial intelligence bot on, um, online, which, can, which you can ask questions and, to, and it will answer you as though it's a human being. He has what this intelligence. It will answer, it will question, it will, it can even write, uh, help you write programs, write coding, those who do codings. That is knowledge. But we are talking about the, Christ, the love of Christ which surpasses all of that. Because you see, there's a man deep down in a village who does not even have a scintilla of the knowledge, of the amount of knowledge that you have, but he's, he's got an experience of God. He's barefooted right now. He has no feet in his shoes, but he knows more of God than the tech guy in Silicon Valley. <laughs> Did you hear that? He's more richer than him. Right now, if you get to, if Masi was with me and, and Elisha, I think, that if you go into the village, and we have the church in the village, you will see kids, you will see girls who are jumping and praising God and sweating, yet they have no shoes in their feet. You know why? Because they have experienced God at another level. The word of life, they have experienced the word of life like never before. My prayer is that you will encounter him. You, you will encounter him and know him for yourself. Deeper that when you get into the presence of God, you will not wait to be cajoled, to be jump-started, to praise or to jump. You will just be laying, lying on the floor because straight away you are in the word of life. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. 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 The fullness of God. That is why we keep preaching. That is why we keep speaking about him. Somebody may say, but you, you, you spoke about that last week. Yes. How many, how many, all of us came by car here? Somehow, if you didn't come by car, you came by bus. Hallelujah. But how did you come here? It's because the, the wheels of that bus or the wheels of that car kept on doing what? What were they doing? Somebody, yeah? They were rotating. They were rotating. They come to the same place. They come, they, but what's happening? As they rotate, what happens? You are moving forward. You are moving forward. So I may repeat the word. I may speak about this word and that is the gospel. We speak, we speak and speak and speak the same things. Why? Because as we speak about them, you advance. I advance in knowing him, in having that encounter with the word of life. He becomes more real. He becomes more tangible. You need to know God. You need to know the, the word of God today more than you did yesterday. You cannot be at this. Today is 11th of December. 11th December 2023, you cannot be the same man. You must not be the same woman. Hallelujah. Is there anybody like me? I refuse to be the same man. Come back to church. Yes, the wheels. Yes, are you going to church again? Yes, yes. It's that wheel. But I'm moving forward. I'm moving forward. Somebody say, Amen. That is why God, Jesus Christ, gave gifts to men. He gave gifts to us so that men can, can come to the point of experiencing the word of life so that they may attain the fullness of God, which is through his word of life. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. Ephesians 4, 11. Ephesians 4, 11. The Bible says, And he gave 
the, the apostles, Ephesians 4.11, and he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, the teachers. Why? To equip the saints. To equip the saints for the work of ministry. For building up the body of Christ, number two. Continue. Until, that word until means, it suggests a continuity. True or false? It suggests a continuity. So, we the pastors, the prophets, the evangelists will continue speaking about this word of life until we all attain the unity of the faith. Not just faith, the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of Man. There's something like knowledge of God or knowledge of the Son of Man. We're talking about the knowledge. This is a different, this is a different level. This is a different dimension, a deeper dimension. A deep knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood to the measure of the stature of who? The fullness of Christ. The fullness of Christ. Verse 14. Why? So that we may no longer be children. How long will you become a child? Will you still be a child in the, in the, in the things of God? That's why I say you must be growing. Growing in the knowledge of this word of life as it becomes more real every day, every day, every day you experience him like never before. That we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine. By now, we want you to come to place where you are grounded in the word of God. You are not swayed by any doctrine. You know why? Because you have come to experience the word of life at another level. The word of life is not just words for you. The word of life is real. It's real. No human cunningness, no human deceitfulness or, or deceitful schemes can snatch you out of that knowledge. We cannot afford to miss him in the commercials of Christmas. We cannot afford to miss him in the shopping frenzy of Christmas. We cannot afford to miss him in the consumerism that, is cons that, that has taken over the world, in the chaos that is going on. We cannot afford to miss him, the word of life. No. In the midst of all this chaos, we need to cling to the word of God. We need to have an encounter with him. You must have an encounter with the word of life at a deeper level. He must become manifest in your life. You must hear him. So the Bible says, James says, do not just be hearers of the word, but be doers of the word. That means you have experienced him. Hallelujah. If you, you've got to take it to another level. You've got many hearers, but very few doers. You've got to know him. You've got to hear him. You've got to touch him. The word of prophecy that has been spoken to you has got to become manifest to, 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 to a point where you, become to, you start becoming a witness to that word. I was this, I was a drunkard, but now I'm not a drunkard anymore. I was promiscuous, but now I'm not promiscuous anymore. What happened to you? I encountered God. I encountered the word of life. You are a witness. Somebody say amen. Many are still skeptical about his existence and about his power, but through you, through your encounter with the word of life becoming tangible to you, God wants, you to, wants to, to glorify himself through you. So when we talk about the glory of God coming upon you, it's not just for you. It's for you to become a, an epistle for others that many may see. Hey, if God touched Reuben and you know he, he walked away from alcohol and all that stuff, there must be a God. That God, I want him. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus Christ told these apostles in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, and you will do what? Receive power. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will receive power. To do what? To become my witnesses. To speak about me. To speak about what you have experienced. You see, you cannot be a true, a true witness hmm? about something you haven't seen. So some of us, some Christians have been working on hearsay. 
But I want you to, God wants you to go, to go to a level of experiencing him so that you know in your knower that if somebody put you in a corner and says, why do you believe this? You have got a reason. You have got something to tell that person. Somebody say amen. You receive what? Power. John and his fellow apostles, they witnessed about Jesus Christ. See, John says something very spectacular in John chapter 1 verse 18. He says, no one has ever seen God. John 1 18. Very powerful scripture. No one has ever seen God. The only God who is at the Father's side has, he has made him known. Now he has done what? He has made him known. No one has ever seen God, but some, many people will see God through you. They will see God through you. Hallelujah. They will encounter God, the power of God through you because he's about to reveal himself in a special way in your life. He made him known. May, he, may God make him known in your life like never before. That's why these men were prepared to die. Go and read the, the history of the way these guys ended, all these apostles. They died a terrible death. Uh, death. We know about John. John died at, uh, in the island of where? Patmos. A man who was put in a, in a drum of, of oil and boiled. That chicken that you, some of us, you normally boil, you normally fry what? Is it, uh, what is it? Plantain. See how you put plantain into that oil and it comes, it comes, some, it comes out something else. This man was put in oil because of what he had encountered. If it was not real, you think he would, have, he would have risked his life? These men were not risking their lives over here, say. They had seen. They had encountered. The word of truth had become tangible to them. Peter could leave fishing. Men were crucified upside down because of the word. You understand that? This word is true. We are not here. We do not follow fallacies. What we are following, what we are believing is true. The word of life is true. The word of life is alive. Men died for it. Hallelujah. The, the word of life died for it. <laughs> Hallelujah. John chapter 1, verse 15 says, John bore witness about him and cried out, This is of whom I said, He comes after me and ranks before me. Before he was, I... I. John was saying, This man is real. This man is real. Now, as we conclude, John takes it to another level. Let's go into 1 John chapter 1. This is how somebody is about to experience God. Hallelujah. He says, that which was from the beginning. <laughs> which one? Which one? The word. That word which was pre-existent before it, it became flesh. That word, which we, we, what has happened? We have heard, we heard it. He's saying, I was there. So you guys, there are some people who are skeptical. It says, for me, John, I was there. That word which was with God, which became flesh, I was there. Like you, I had heard about it. But on this occasion, I heard it myself. I heard, I heard him, the word of life speaking. I was there. He says, I have seen him. I saw him with what? With my own eyes. <laughs> you see how that is progressing? It's progressing from what? From, from just hearing. From just hearing. He says, I've seen it. I've seen him with my own eyes. I looked upon him. Not only that, I have done, I have even what? Touched him with my own hands. <laughs> Concerning the word of life. I have touched him. 
Many people talk about doubting Thomas, saying that he doubted until he wanted to touch Jesus Christ. Doubting Thomas was, was very brave because for him he dared say what other, the other disciples could not say. All of them were in disbelief. How do we know? In Luke chapter 24, verse 36, we'll come back to that scripture. Luke 24, verse 36, the Bible says, Jesus walked into this room and says, as, as they were talking about these things, they were in a room locked. <laughs> he did not need a key. He did not need to knock at the door. But all of a sudden, <laughs> he was standing among them. He was standing among them. The one whom they, who, had, who had been crucified. The one who had, who had died. You see, the word of life cannot die. <laughs> because it carries life itself. Where there's death, as, 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 where there's sickness, where there's shortage. As long as the word of life comes into that atmosphere, it has to live. Jesus himself stood among them and said, peace to you. Next verse. But they were what? They were startled and frightened and they, th they thought they had seen a spirit they thought they had seen a ghost <laughs> God is about to surprise somebody here <laughs> and you are about to think um, is, is this true is what am I dreaming hmm? you will testify here they, God is about to startle you the things you did for me. <laughs> they thought they saw the spirit. And because of that, what does he say in the next verse? And they said to him, and he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do you doubt? And why do, why do doubts arise in your hearts? Verse 39. See my hands. See. See. You have heard, that, you have heard the rumor that I rose, but now see my hands. Feel my feet. In other words, touch and see. Touch and see. For a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you have, as you see that I have. This is Jesus Christ himself saying. As a matter of fact, the next verse says that he asked for food. He says, can you give me some food? A spirit cannot eat food. And while they were still in disbelief and joy, he said to them, do you have anything in the fridge? Is there anything in the fridge? <laughs> Bring it, I'm hungry. Hallelujah. Concerning the word of God, my friend, these guys went beyond hearing. And I pray that you go beyond hearing in the name above every other name. I know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But in the name of Jesus Christ, it's my prayer that you will go just from beyond hearing. And you will see. Just like this man says, said. And you will see. Somebody say, I want to see. There is a rising in the grade of encounters. Hearing. Some of us are still at the, age of, at, the, at the stage of hearing. But in the name of Jesus, today I have come to nudge you over into another stage. Into hunger for another stage. That you may not, <laughs> that you may not only hear, that you may begin to see. Somebody say, I need to see. You need to progress. There has got to be progression. John is saying in 1 John chapter 1, he says that we saw and we looked upon and not as if that was not enough, we touched. Hallelujah. May somebody begin to touch the word of God like this. May the word of God, the promises of God upon your life become tangible that you may see them, that you may hold them, that you may smell them. Hallelujah. That you may walk them, that you may put them on, that you may draw rasaka. Take the word of life has to become tangible in your life. I need a vivid encounter. I need to touch God. In the Old Testament, the word of God was proclaimed. At the incarnation, the word took a personality. Hallelujah. From the scrolls to a person. Hallelujah. I want him, I want God to come out of this 
how to touch him. Not only these men hear the word of life, the word of life himself touched them. Hallelujah. Not only did they touch him, the word of life, the word of life touched them. May the word of life touch you in the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, so that you may touch it as well in the name above every other name. Hallelujah. And when he touches you, my friend, you change. Your life is evident. Peter and John have just healed, have just healed the man of uh, the man that was stood at the, was begging at the, the get beautiful. And because of that, the people are annoyed and the, the scribes are annoyed. They put them in prison. The next day they bring them in before the elders and they ask them, by whose power and whose word, by whose word did you do that miracle? <laughs> but then the Bible says, then they realize, hey, these men are not themselves. There's something peculiar about these men. These men have what? They have been with Jesus. They have touched Jesus. Not only have they seen Jesus, but they have touched him. Hallelujah. They have touched him. May the Lord touch you in the name above every other name. May he be made manifest in your life in the name above every other name. First John chapter 1 verse 2, it says, the life, that life was made manifest and we have seen it. May he be made manifest in you, that you may see him, that you may testify about him, that you may proclaim about him in the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. Hallelujah. May he be demonstrated before you. Mara Sata, every eye closed. Can somebody help me sing that, this song? I want to touch you. Mm. Mm. If you can sing it from the top, I would be happy. <laughs> Let it be your prayer as we sing that song. Hallelujah. We're going to take it from the top, yeah? <laughs> Somebody's life is about to be changed here. Hallelujah. <laughs> You see, I am, I am very lucky that I have known you before you are transformed. So when, so when you are in your blessings, you won't forget me. Huh? <laughs> I am so privileged to have known you on this side because you are, about, you are about to be metamorphosed into something else. Hallelujah. Just because you have been with the, the word of life. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for listening to this sermon and I know you've been blessed. For more information about Shiloh Tabernacle and other sermons, please visit our website www.shiloh.org.uk and don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at Shiloh LDN. Once again, that's at Shiloh LDN. You've been listening to Shiloh Tabernacle London, changing lives, building dreams. Until next time, God bless.